You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to BetQL Daily on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. The machine keeps rolling. We had a great penultimate week 17 of the NFL. And now we go into week 18 and there are actually some great games. It's obviously the best part of week 18 is that they're all divisional matchups. And Joe, we've got Saturday football to get us started. Doubleheader, early game means something for one team. It's the Steelers at Baltimore. Baltimore has wrapped up the number one seed. Probably won't see Lamar, probably rest a lot of guys. Steelers are still in the hunt, still in playoff, you know, uh, still with a chance at nine and seven. And it's the Ravens. If you, it's the Steelers on the road laying four. It tells you how, that we think all the Ravens are not going to play with a total minuscule. 37 and a half Steelers have to win and get a whole bunch of help. Uh, It's amazing. They could actually win 10 games and not make the playoffs, but the big game on Saturday is the nightcap, the primetime game. It's the Texans and the Colts, both teams, nine and seven Colts are in the playoffs right now. Houston wins. They're in Colts win. They're in it's, it's winner take all essentially. Uh, and that's a great game right there. And it's essentially a pick 'em. It's the Colts at home laying a point with a total of 48. D'Amico Ryans, I mean, listen, we talked about coach of the year, Stefanski. You know, I was I was lobbying for Sean McVay about D'Amico Ryans, what, what he's done with, with a rookie quarterback, uh, nine wins, may get double digits in a playoff spot. What a move. What a move on this Pittsburgh game. Like, I'm sure a little bit of this is on how they've played over the last couple of weeks. And then they have the, the best output and yardage all that they've had all season long yesterday, but that was against Seattle. So let mm-hmm. me ask you this Seattle's with what they put out there yesterday, defensively versus Baltimore, probably a lot of backups. What's better. You know, I, 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 I I would I would imagine Baltimore is better just because of the coaching and the competition that they have to go through in practice because we kind of forget right. that you know the backups for the Ravens have to go up against the starters of the Ravens in practice um, and you know you got guys that probably aren't going to see much time on the field come the playoffs so you want to send a message you want to get out there you want to do something uh, you know you're the only game going on at that time. Um, but I think Pittsburgh's the motivated team. You know, again, nine and seven. They've got to leapfrog two teams to get to get in uh, to get in um, I, with a whole bunch of rest. But I don't know how much rest it's going to be because again, Baltimore. It's almost like a curse. We saw it in baseball. It's it's almost a curse being the number one seed because 
if you rest your guys this week, then you're off next week. You wouldn't play a, a significant game for three weeks. So who's going to play? Tyler Huntley's going to be your quarterback. Tyler Huntley probably mm-hmm. against Mason Rudolph, right? You've got to give Rudolph the nod again uh, after winning back-to-back games. And offensively, who else sits? Like, what receivers are we going to be talking about? We're going to see a lot of Nelson Aguilar out there. Um, Laquan Treadwell, like you said, OBJ, you said say Flowers. Hey, that's likely. Now, I wouldn't be surprised if Beckham if Beckham plays, but Zay Flowers, I wouldn't give him much more in a quarter. Well, what about that defense? That's you know, they're also top five defense all year long. So you sit Roquan Smith. I mean, how many names are we talking about? Kyle Hamilton was injured. Uh, he's right. been dealing yeah, with stuff. Yeah, they're a little banged up defensively, so they're going to have a, a number of backups there as well. It, it's still – you got a division opponent. Are you going to let them in the playoffs? Like, how hard are you going to go? This is a team that, you know, for my money, they have the better coaching staff, even though Tomlin gets a lot of love. Um, and I don't think they want to let the Steelers in the playoffs. And in the preseason, with a lot of their backups, they always perform well. Like, they care. I, I still think there's going to be some motivation. I want to see where this number goes. And once we get the announcement on specific starters being out, it wouldn't surprise me if this continues to jump. Like, what if this is six? What if we get to six? Are you, would you be willing to take the Ravens? Oh, I would. I would absolutely. Because I, would I think too. There, is something, there is something to be said for as maybe as naive as it is. There is something to be said about division rivals, you know, not mm-hmm. wanting – uh, a team to make the playoffs on your home field, you know, and maybe even possibly seeing them down the road. Uh, but I think more, more realistic for me, if, if I'm a Ravens fan and I'm, and if I'm part of that organization, the Ravens have been here before they have been the number one seed. They had to deal with rest. They had the buy and got bounced in the first round with Lamar as your quarterback. So I think there is a precedent to say, hey, how do we manage this? How do we prepare for this? And I think the Ravens may or may not be at 100%, but I think they're going to play as hard as they can for as long as they can. Maybe maybe a, a, la- a final, you know, the second to last preseason game, the dress rehearsal, so to speak. I, I th- Listen, you're giving me six. You're giving the Ravens six points at home. I don't care if it's a meaningless game. I would still yeah. take the Ravens. I would too. I mean, that – that's where I, w- I would get uh, on that one. So, um, yeah, certainly a lot on the line. I like it that we have a couple of Saturday games. I was surprised we only had one this past weekend. Um, and, and on that that other matchup with Houston Indy, interesting move by the league. Okay, let's get the result of this one. And then the drama is, does Jacksonville lose on Sunday? Okay, so we're going right. to get this result in hand. It's not going to decide anything. But, hey, the winner of this game if Jacksonville loses tomorrow, you're going to end up winning the division. Like there's a lot, a lot they could do. Like they could set up live cams. Like, I don't know, you know, maybe mm-hmm. if these players get together or watch or if they have some kind of a watch party, something like that, it could be a, a cool opportunity for the league. Yeah. And, and, and it's Houston at Indianapolis, two first year head coaches who I think you could say, I mean, I don't know. Would, would you, would you, would you consider Indianapolis 
I mean, I think Houston is a success no matter what with CJ Stroud and the fact that, you know, they were so bad last year and they, they went, they could possibly win 10 games that are in the situation as opposed to the Colts. We kind of expected the Colts to be in this position, right? We kind of expected them to be a playoff team and they, and they are, did you? Uh, is there sitting with nine? Did I, I, I think so. Right. Didn't, didn't we? I mean, I know, I, I know they, 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 they drafted a quarterback, but I, I think I think we all thought that it was Jacksonville's to lose, but I, of all the other teams, I thought Indianapolis would definitely be a, a, a competitor and would be fighting for a wild card. Really? I okay, mean, the no. Are right where I thought they would be. Okay, I I did not have them being this good um, this year. I I was hearing cases for like anybody. Like there were people talking about the Titans. I'm like, no, there's no chance that could be the Titans. Titans. What was? No, no chance. Um, what was their win total before the year got going? They were at about a seven and a half, eight for the Colts. Yeah, I mean that's below five hundred. So it was no, it was six and a half. Six and a half. Like, so I, I don't I, think I the just, expectations just, were that high. But you know, so now you have a you have teams, and, for, and the way it works for the Colts is the Colts are in right now. So it's pretty yeah. simple for them. They win and they're in. The Texans win, then they leapfrog the Colts and are at least, at least the wild card. And then to your point, if if Jacksonville loses on Sunday and they're at Tennessee, the winner of this game would win the division. Um, and then we'd have to figure out the tiebreaker between the nine and eight teams of who gets in between Jacksonville and the loser of Indianapolis and Houston. The big game on Sunday is the Sunday night game. Uh, AFC East on the line. It's Buffalo going to Miami. Buffalo already beat Miami uh, during the regular season. So uh, all Buffalo needs to do is tie Miami 11 and five, Buffalo 10 and six. Miami, I tell you what, this is, you, you almost get the feeling that Rome is falling. In, in South Florida, they went from possibly playing for the number one seed and being the number one seed to dropping all the way to five and having to go to Kansas City. All the momentum is on the Bills right now. I mean, they were six and six at one point. I mean, I was hearing mm -hmm. rumblings about Sean McDermott's in trouble, Josh Allen, what's going on with him. It's all because Brian Dayball left. Look what's happened. Well, they've turned it around uh, and now they have a chance to win the East again and it goes back to the same old story for miami and because of all the injuries the dolphins are home dogs in this game they're getting three j-rod let's not undersell it now they didn't only beat them they beat that ass i mean the mm -hmm. bills destroyed them in that game that was a 48 20 game josh allen with four passing touchdowns five touchdown uh day on the day for him like HN went off, but you know, he that was very limited carries. And HN had a big game yesterday, but why? Because Mostert was out. So the usage was was all him. I I'm big on the Bills, man. I've been scooping up futures. I had to stop because the value went away quickly once they started to win a couple of games. I do believe in this team. I was not impressed with what I saw yesterday. Josh Allen did not look good. He was 15 for 30. But in the positive sense, he did have a pair of rushing touchdowns against New England. Uh, not not a super easy matchup, but, you know, just the Bills in general. Look at Rasul Douglas. He had two interceptions yesterday. He's been a huge addition. That was a great trade by the Bills there. Daquan Jones made his return. Like, defensively, they're getting healthier. And so I think they're going to get better. But, you know, offensively, 
we need some more consistency. Uh, yeah, they they put up 27, but it, it felt like a lackluster performance yesterday. Like you should win by more than six when Bailey Zappi gifts you three interceptions in that game. Uh, three? That's wild, man. Three on yeah. the road in a divisional matchup. And uh, I wonder where this closes. It's three across the board. A lot of times to, to get off that three, you're going to need a lot of movement. I don't see a lot of people coming in and saying, I'm going to back the Dolphins at this stage. Yeah, total is 50 in that game. And remember, the Dolphins are a mess. And they lost another key part of their defense, Bradley Chubb, which, again, why was he playing in a down 37 points in a game? You know, that's what Mike McDaniels is answering today and will be answering that all week. Here's a curious situation. And I'd love to get your take on it since you're the futures king, Joe. Um, <laughs> Buffalo, Buffalo and Kansas City have the same odds. They're both four to one to make the Super Bowl. They're both nine to one to win the Super Bowl. Granted, yeah. we're we're very reactive league. Buffalo is is trending up. Kansas City is scuffling. Who do you like between those two? Same odds, both four to one to get to the, the Super Bowl, nine to one to win it. Well, the Chiefs wrapped up the division yesterday, and that's important because there is a world where the Bills miss the playoffs. Like, that scenario mm-hmm. exists. They, it's, it's amazing. They could be the two, or they could miss. Like, that's the <laughs> wide range of outcomes exactly. that we have here going into the last week. It's going to be so much excitement and, and a lot going over all, all the possible scenarios there. So I think that's why the, those numbers are, are closer than they probably should be. If the Bills were in, they would have a shorter number than the Chiefs right now. There's no doubt in my mind, and I'm not just saying it off recency bias. I'm not just saying it because the Bills went there and won. Between those two, I don't want anything to do with the Chiefs. Like, what has happened to Travis Kelsey? He's a different guy. And people bring up distractions and this and that. He's in every commercial every five minutes. Whatever it is, I don't. We're, we're, we keep waiting for it to get fixed. I don't know that it's going to get fixed. And then, you, you know, even in their win yesterday, you see MVS still dropping passes. Uh, Tony wasn't able to drop passes because he didn't play. But if he did, he probably would have dropped, been dropping passes too. Good for them. They got Pacheco involved. I think they got to lean that way, J-Rod. And I don't know that Andy Reid's going to give in and do that. Like he just – they get too pass happy. They want to trust Mahomes because he's the guy that's gotten them here. But – if I were them, I would just le- lean on Pacheco a little bit more than they've been doing because leaning on Mahomes, I get it. He's the best quarterback in the world. We we understand all that. But when you lean on Mahomes, that means you also need a lot out of your receivers and your tight end, and we have a 17-week sample size. It ain't happening. So, like, it's, it's light switch time now. They're suddenly just going to flip it on and decide, oh, it's a playoffs. Let's play like we normally do. Like, I don't know. I, I'm not buying that. I'm I'm willing to buy the Bills much more than the Chiefs. Yeah, and, you know, and, and it bugs me when when the narrative of, of, of the media saying, oh, Travis Kelsey's in every commercial. Well, so is Mahomes. So is Andy Reid and his nuggies. Right. They're all they're all they're all all over the place. Um, but I think the the one interesting thing is that the Chiefs play a meaningless game next week. They're at, they're in LA to play the Chargers. That game is meaningless. So maybe they get to get some rest, and they won't have that extra rest because they're going to play a super wild card weekend. 
uh, hosting a game. Either they'll be hosting probably Buffalo or Miami, uh, you know, in, in that game. Uh, you know, or, or maybe even uh, the Texans or, or the Colts. It all depends how, how that all shapes out. So it'll be let, an let, interesting let me ask you, situation there. Yeah, so there are a few of these, and you mentioned that the Chiefs and the Chargers is one of these games where it means nothing to either side. Um, when it comes to Week 18, are you staying away from those games completely? Like, do you yeah, need some sort of motivation on one side? Yeah, because to me, there's no Herbert. You know, the Chargers are completely decimated. So it's to me, yep. this is this is the last preseason game of the season. You don't know what to expect, and the Chiefs aren't going to put out those there. I, I mean, maybe if there's a total, if if everybody's playing, even though it's meaningless, maybe. But a game like that, Chiefs Chargers. No thanks. We'll break into the NFC Week 18 matchups next. It's BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. BetQL Daily will be right back on the BetQL Network presented by BetMGM. Play action. End zone. There it is. Unbelievable. The two-point try is good. And it's Taylor Decker, part of the old guard that was saluted after the win last week. And the Lions are up by one. Welcome back to BetQL Daily on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. They were up by one until they weren't. Talking about the biggest L of the week was for the referees there. With Joe O, I'm Jim Rodriguez. BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Ed and Aaron are off today. Happy New Year as we start 2024. Uh, broke into the AFC playoff scenarios and games into Week 18. Let's talk a little NFC. And interesting situation between the two and the three seed. We know the 49ers are locked in as the number one. Cowboys, number two seed. They're at Washington. And the Lions are the three right now. They host the Vikings, both teams 11 and 5. But the Lions, Joe, need some help. They need to basically finish with a better record than both the Cowboys and the Eagles. And the Eagles and Cowboys and Lions all sit at 11 and 5. Oh, J-Rod, I'm so happy that we got a full slate of NFL action and all these storylines on Sunday because I was already at the point yesterday morning where I couldn't take any more talk about officials and Brad Allen. Like, I, I don't care what they do with this guy. Like I, I fine. I don't care. I don't want to talk about did he report? Did he not report a- anymore? They messed up. They botched the whole situation and uh, I don't want to spend any more time talking about it, but I will say that uh, what's his name? John Perry, the, the ESPN guy. What a joke. Mm-hmm. Embarrassing commentary about that and but that's why they hired the old referee to bring them in and talk about it he takes care this of this Vi- yeah of course of course uh the vikings lions numbers all over the place and that's what i find interesting you can see lions minus four uh mg that's what mgm has i see it as high as minus five and a half so what's the reason for that because it's dan campbell he's a tough guy he's just gonna play all his guys no matter what the Lions are not changing their spot. And I understand the idea that if you are the three at the moment and there's a slight opportunity for you to move up to the two and probably avoid the Rams, that you got to take that shot. I I get that idea. But for that to happen, not only do you have to win a division game at home, 
but you also need the Cowboys to lose as a 13 and a half point favorite. You need the Eagles to lose as a six point favorite and you got to take care of business. I, yeah, I, I don't, I don't see the upside there. And at the moment we don't even know the quarterback of the Vikings. If I'm making a bet here, don't you just take the plus five and a half with Minnesota? That's that that that's curious because Minnesota, because of the math, Minnesota has not been eliminated. Even though they're right. seven and nine, and they'd, and they'd have to leap three teams to get in as the last wild card, Minnesota is still alive in the NFC playoff picture. Minnesota and Atlanta, mm-hmm. both of them are seven and nine, and they're both technically still in playoff contention now what is it going to happen probably not like i say minnesota's no. got to jump the saints the seahawks and the packers uh to get in um maybe that contributes to it i i you know 44 and a half is the is the number i, I don't know if, if if how much the vikings would contribute to that we we barely joe and i we barely squeaked 42 and a half last night uh Ooh. with the packers putting in 33 of it uh Oh, you know, not much there. You know, I, I think the Lions, I think it's one of those games where, you know, do you, do you keep, do you scoreboard watch the, but the NFL is smart because the Cowboy game and the Eagles games are, are late games. They're the 425 game. So they yeah. can't sit there and watch, oh, the Cowboys are blowing out the, the commanders. I'm going to, I'm going to rest my guys at halftime. So they have to play. And then, and then hope to get some help later on in the afternoon. I'm sitting my guys from them. I'm sitting Jared Goff. Take your home game, right? Take your home game Teddy. and hope for the Rams. That way we, we, we as media and as fans, we can have some fun with that. Uh, how much is that line going to move if they announce Teddy Bridgewater as a starter? But like with Campbell and his approach, I wonder, and, and there's, they're so mad about this result and what happened with the referee mm-hmm. from Saturday. Are they going to take that anger and be like, yeah, we're going to show them. We're going to get that too. Come on, help us out. I don't know. Um, I would think cooler heads end up prevailing here and they're smart about it and realize that we're not going to get both the Dallas Cowboys and Eagles, both with a lot on the line, um, losing straight up. Like it, those kind of things happen. One of them could happen, but both highly, highly unlikely. Yeah, and, and you just got to wonder, uh, in Washington's case, it, you almost feel like that team's given up, right? I mean, it, Ron Rivera's done, right? Uh, Ron Rivera's oh, out he's after out. this year. He's out yesterday. Uh, yeah. What happens next, next Monday? Vietnamese? I don't oh, know. Man. Next Monday? So, yeah, How many coaches are, are we going to be talking about on Black Monday? It's going to be a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think – what, what what I'm curious to see is is if is if Belichick not that he's going to get fired but if, if he comes back because I've had I've had people tell me he's staying he's he's staying yeah. to to make it 25 years and he's not going anywhere, um, you know and I've heard Chargers I've heard Raiders so it it'll be an interesting what? situation how that works. Yeah, well, J Rod, as long as we're talking about an NFC North matchup, let's keep it there because you've got the Packers and Bears. If the Packers win, mm-hmm. they're in. And the Bears have an opportunity, the team they hate from up north, where they, they can block a team. And the Bears have been playing their best ball ever since they made the addition of Montez Sweat. And they, they had another fairly easy win yesterday. Big game for DJ Moore. He's catching everything in sight. DJ Moore just had the best year of his career with his putrid Bears offense. 1,300 yards for Moore. 
So Bears fans are excited about that, and they're excited about the opportunity of keeping Green Bay out. Uh, they played week one. It's a different team. Now, week one, it was 38-20, but I was wondering where this number was going to be. I was thinking it was going to be short of a field goal, but then once the Packers went out on national TV and just dominated the Vikings, um, then they're like, okay, sportsbooks are split on it. Some have a juice three. Some have it at three and a half. Man, I got to tell you, you're giving me three and a half. You're giving me more than a field goal. Another situation, I'll take the dog. I, I have a feeling I'll be landing on a lot of dogs this week. Well, and, and it's a curious situation because the Packers have been in this situation before. Look, last last year, week 18 last year, yes. home game, yes. win and in, and they dropped the ball against the Lions, who beat them at Lambeau Field. So the, the, the Packers are right back in that same situation. I'd want to see what the weather looks like. I, I kind of like 44 and a half between Jordan Love and if Justin Fields can get going. I know the 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 Packer defense looked really good against a bad Vikings team offensively. You mean over? Uh, You're saying over? Over 44 and a half. I like that. I like that in the Bears Packers. Now, again, I'd have to see what the weather looks like in Green Bay come, come Sunday, but that feels like it's it, you know, between Fields motivated and for the Bears, God, talk about if – I'd love to see a hard knocks off season with the bears. That would be an amazing yeah. time to walk around Hallis hall. Right. Oh yeah. A lot of big decisions to be made. I don't know if Eberflus is coming back. I don't know if fields is coming back. What do they do with the number one pick? Uh, it's very intriguing. These defenses are in opposite directions. I'm not going to sit here and say, Oh yeah, I believe in the Packers defense now because of what they did against Jaron hall in the first half last night. Exactly. And, and and Nick Mullins in the second half? No, I'm not buying into that. I'm looking at the larger sample size, the way they've been trending, and all the injuries that they have. Um, obviously, Jair Alexander will be back on the field, or at least that's the expectation. But this defense, when you look at stuff like EPA per play, like since they added Sweat, they're a top two defense in the league. Like you, you just added a little bit of pressure, and the secondary got healthy. It's been a complete game changer. Bears are going to want to run the ball. And they're going to play good defense and just make sure Justin Fields doesn't turn turn the ball over. Uh, the way they're playing, getting three and a half. Bears will be motivated. A lot of times in a lot of these matchups, we're saying, what's the motivation for the team that's eliminated? The Bears will 100% be motivated to win this game. So we'll, we'll see what's ha what happens, J-Rod. Uh, great game by Love. Let's see if he can do it again. Yeah, and, and for Love, you know, if, if he has any kind of a, see, a decent game, uh, he can go over 4,000 pass yards for, for the season. I think he's like 38, 38, 43 around there. So any kind of a good game, he he's going to go over 4,000 yards, which obviously is good for him, good for the organization, saying that they did the right thing. They got the right guy uh, with the mm -hmm. other guy out playing in the Meadowlands or not playing in, in the Meadowlands. Now, the, the only other thing that's still up for Greg, we have a division, the NFC South, uh, Tampa Bay. They're in a win and in situation against the worst team in football. Uh, Tampa Bay ends the year at Carolina. They're eight and eight. The Saints are eight and eight. They host the Falcons and the Falcons are seven and nine. And they're all still in the playoff. Hunt. Of course, the Falcons are in the worst case scenario. They're going to need everybody to lose for, to, to have any sort of shot at this. 
Tampa Bay, I, again, you mentioned it. I thought they were really trending. I, I was really into Baker Mayfield, and they just really could not get it done against the Saints. There's no way they go to Carolina. I mean, take take the drinks away from, from their owners who doesn't throw it at anybody. They go in there and win yeah. that game. Carolina is, is laid down like dogs, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, of course. David Tepper, what's he going to do? Try to fire up the team? Like, what are we going to do here? Tampa Bay on the road. They're minus six. There's a lot of five and a halfs out there as well. Uh, Tampa Bay, great spot. This is the team that you want to play in the final week. That's it. Bryce Young got sacked six times yesterday. Six times against Jacksonville. So um, Tampa Bay, that front's got to get after it. That's, man, you know, Carolina's, and both teams are going to be motivated. I think that's the theme of the week. Like, there are a lot of games where you see motivation on both sides. Um, Carolina can't be motivated all day. I don't know if that matters. It's just a talent, talent discrepancy that you have there. I, I expect Tampa Bay to bounce back from their bad performance yesterday. Then you got the Saints laying more than a field goal. Good news for Atlanta. They're back indoors. They need to be back indoors after what we saw yesterday. Oh, of course, they ended up going to Ritter at some point in that game. Why not? Because we don't have a quarterback. We just keep flipping them. We'll, we'll see what we do uh, every week. That's tough to back them. Uh, good performance out of the Saints. Man, these these NFC South games are tough. I don't know that I'm going to be. Uh, I'm not. I don't know that I'm going to be getting involved in either of them. How about you? Yeah, they 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 are definitely the 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 issues that I, I call I call the NFC South the teams with daddy issues. There, there's nothing but trouble. You're not. You're all. You're going to end up broke and probably with some dents in your car. So stay, stay away from, from, from these things. There, there's only yeah. one other maneuver that, that, that affects on Sunday, and that's the Rams and the 49ers. Obviously, the Rams are uh, – both teams are in. The Niners are the number one seed, and they probably will benefit more than anybody from rest because of all the injuries, especially to Christian McCaffrey. Oh, yeah. But the Rams, despite being in, despite being nine wins, they're not locked in to that uh, – to that six seed or to that, to that second wild card. They remember green Bay beat the Rams during the regular season. So if the Rams and Packers end up with the same record, then green Bay would leap the Rams and the, and the difference would be that the Rams, if they're the, the last seed, the Rams would have to play the number two seed, which could be at Dallas or at Philadelphia, as opposed to going to Detroit. So it's all a matter of pick your poison. If you will, Sean McVay, you know, uh, we had Jason Locke on for us as he, he did. He takes his foot off the accelerator. I, I think you go in there against a, a resting Niner team, try to get that 10 win and secure uh, that, that second wild card spot and a trip to the number three seed, uh, you know, the second, the third division winner in that, in that conference. Yeah. You, you'd have to imagine San Francisco sitting everybody in the spot division game sure. or not. Like what does it really matter in the end? Uh, there's right. a little bit of upside for the Rams, but so should the Niners be favored by four and a half? I see fours. Benham Jam is a four. There's still a lot of fives out there. They're great at home. Is it too much? It feels right. like it's well, too I much. Think, it's going to be all backups. Right. Well, again, and, yeah. Again, we know Shanahan has dominated uh, McVay, except when it's really mattered in, in the playoffs. But Shanahan has dominated McVay. You just got to wonder right. – you're getting four. I don't, it's probably going to go down. You're probably going to start getting less uh, than four points once uh, we find out that McCaffrey isn't going to play, that Purdy probably isn't going to play. But again, the Niners' def- the Niners' backups 
aren't that bad. But again, there really isn't anything for the Niners to get involved in this because they're the number no one reason. seed. Worst comes to worst. Couple of direct games that don't mean anything, real quick. You know, Jets, Patriots, any, you know, you, you'll be trying the Broncos, Raiders. Any interest in any of those games? Jets, Patriots, nothing. Uh, the intrigue is going to be is this Bill Belichick's last game as head coach of the Patriots? That's it. It's that's in the storyline. And yep, that's the storyline at home. What do they do? Uh, draft position is huge here. Like Arizona. Like a big story on the Eagles side, but we're not talking about what about on the Arizona side. They slipped to number four in the draft right now because they end up winning that game. They could be two instead. So like the teams in situations like this, do they want to win? You know, probably not. We'll see. Interesting stuff. Interesting stuff. I think Belichick will be back, by the way. We'll be back oh. with our lightning bets, our favorite plays for the night. I'm sure there'll be some bowl games in there. This is BetQL Daily presented. I bet him, Jim. BetQL Daily will be right back on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. Indeed, 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 lightning bets to wrap up another scintillating BetQL Daily and the first of 2024 with Joe Ostrowski. I'm Jim Rodriguez. Uh, Aaron and Ed are enjoying New Year's, and they have the day off today. So, lightning bets, my friend. And uh, before we get to that, there's some interesting mm-hmm. stuff, because obviously my lightning bets is going to be around uh, today's uh, college football games. Um, BetMGM Insights is telling us that the most popular college football playoff bets are Alabama, even money, Ugh. plus 100 on the money line. Alabama okay. getting one and a half. And there's oh twice as many bets on Alabama spread plus money line than any <laughs> other team. Uh-oh. How are you feeling about that? How you feel? No, you tell me. How you feel with, as you uh, read that? How do you feel about that uh, bit of information? The public, the public, the public, right? If it wasn't for the public, everything would be great, wouldn't it? <laughs> well, the the two times as many bets on Alabama spread and money line. That makes sense, actually, because this game is so much better than anything else that we have. <coughs> I have bad you know, news. Also... I have more bad news. Yeah. Okay. We're, we're moving back up. We're seeing twos. We're seeing two and a halves. Yeah. I say bring flooding, it on. Right? Bring it on. Yeah. Oh, I'll, I'll play some two and a half. All right. Okay. I, I, I I'm against that. There's a lot of movement today. I'm actually surprised at how much movement we're seeing right now where these games going on tonight. Um, I'm against the market and everything. So I just might be really kicking myself later on today, but I don't care. I feel, I'm, you know I what? The market yeah, moved I, I the know. Niners from like five and a half to six and a half against the Ravens. So you know what? Sometimes the there market's wrong. So. Oh, man. How much was e- – did anybody not bet the Colts yesterday? I was not involved. But it was like everywhere I looked, Colts, Colts, Colts are locked. I'm in on the Colts. And then what, what ends up happening? Raiders end up pulling off the cover. Antonio Pierce, I think he's 5-1-1 one one against the spread as head coach. You just keep him for that. He's, he's, I, I did I did have I did have the Raiders just because I thought the I thought the Colts would 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 blow it and, and I thought Antonio Pierce and company. And I wanted to make sure that that Sunday game, uh, that week 18 between the Colts and Texans really had even more intrigue on it. Um, so lightning bets. Um, and listen, I don't know if you got any props, but also 
There's a lot stop. of stop. Stop tempting me. Um, uh, stop. I'm, 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 I'm being <laughs> I'm enabling you. Most yeah, no. bet I... player props, Michigan, Alabama, yeah. in terms of tickets. Okay. Blake Corum scores anytime touchdown, minus 210. Jalen Milrow. Now, now we're getting into my world. Over 32 and a half rushing yards, minus 115. Yeah. A little juiced up. JJ McCarthy. May I interest yeah. you? Over 191 and a half passing yards. You may not. <laughs> what do you got? What are yeah. you lighting, Ben? What about under? My, right? On the McCarthy one of those? Yeah. I don't mind that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. So what did he do against uh, pretty – they have three – they didn't face any good offenses all year. But in, in the games where – they seem kind of tough. Like Iowa, the Big Ten Championship, 147. Ohio State, 148. Penn State, 60. <laughs> like, he hasn't gone over that number since November 4th against Purdue. So, Purdue. that's the only way. I, w- I would play that one. That's the only way that I would take a look. All right. Yeah, th- th- I don't think we'll get to three. So, I'm okay at two and a half. I'm playing Bama plus two and a half. Like now I'm just, I'm like, I don't really have to do money line. I'm getting two and a half. That might, that could uh, get me to the, the winner's circle. As far as that goes, look, you've got the head coach mismatch with Saban and Harbaugh. We know about the bowl history on both sides and Bama's just been improving along with Jalen Milrow throughout the season. And I think they kind of, Use that first month, and they, they've learned a few things. Now they've gotten lucky in some of these games here. A lot of close wins here for Bama. But I'm, I'm going to take them. I don't trust J.J. McCarthy if Michigan's playing from behind. So I'm going to take Bama plus two and a half. Hmm. Late game tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go ahead. No, go ahead, Joe. Go ahead, Joe. Dude, I'm dying here. Straight up. I'm like, Jesus. And the, well, thank listen, God you, it's a three-hour show. You take a breath. You take a break. And I, and, I, and you take a breath. And I'm going to give you my lightning bets, okay? And, and okay. unfortunately, unfortunately, after seeing all these bet MGM insights, I feel like I'm with the public. Now, I, I've always thought that I am a man of the people. And apparently I am because my lightning bets are, are Jalen Milrow the, for Alabama. I got over. Now, I got it in this morning. Early bird gets the gets gets the worm. I got it in at okay. over 32 and a half rushing yards. It's up to 35 and a half rushing yards now. But I got it in at 32 and a half. I'm still good. I still would take it at over 35 and a half. And definitely over 199 and a half passing yards. Both of them are at minus 115. And in the Fiesta Bowl, which kicks off at 1 o'clock Eastern, so get it while you can, uh, Oregon playing Liberty, love Oregon, laying 18 and a half. Now, before you say, Jim, New Year, same old you, Oregon this year has been an 18-point favorite or more six times, and they went five and one against the spread, laying at least 18 points. So I'm going to lay those 18 and a half. And finally, the national championship. Give me Alabama plus 210. I will take the tide all the way just so the folks in Tallahassee realize that it was the right move. Give me Bama plus 210 to win the whole damn thing. 
Oh, going there. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll finish mine off. I mentioned Bama plus two and a half in the Sugar Bowl tonight. Texas, Washington. Now that we're getting a little bit of value because the number's coming down again, market against me. I'm going to go over 61 and a half. There's a 61 and a half out there. Uh, I'll, I'll take the best of the, those numbers. Great quarterback matchup. Can't wait uh, to see this one tonight, too. Don't really have a strong opinion as far as the side between Texas and Washington, so I'm going to play the over. And of these other three New Year's, New Year's Six Bowl games, I'm going to play Iowa-Tennessee. And it's gross, and it'll be on, and we're betting it while we're waiting for the good games to come on. Tennessee does not have their starting quarterback. They don't have their starting running back, their backup running back. Four defensive starters, it's going to be a mess. And we know how Iowa games go. And for some reason, here, here's the th- we're three for three. Market going against me. The total is jumping this morning. We're up to 37. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to play the under 37 on Iowa-Tennessee. Bama, uh, Texas-Washington over Iowa-Tennessee under. All right, all right. All Ball, right. what you got, Bubba? I will also be extremely public today, but you know it's a public day. It's New Year's Day. I was actually thinking in our break, like the Mummers Parade in Philly is like the a big thing. Like New Year's Day is the day, and not so much New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. I wonder what it's like out there. Is it just like almost like a funeral out there? Is everyone just are, wow. are people angry? Are they sad? Like I I don't know. I was just like that occurred to me in the break. I wonder what the vibes are like because New Year's Day you typically. <laughs> Always a great time in Philly, uh, the Mummers Parade, but maybe a little bit of a different tune. Uh, but back to our lightning bets. I will be on Bama, plus two and a half, fine. Uh, Washington, plus four. As public as it gets, I guess, but that's where I landed. And backing that up a little bit, uh, as we were just talking about, I will play J.J. McCarthy under 191 and a half. And I'm actually trying to figure out passing yards. Is it wor- Is that the best bet? Is it attempts, which are 27 and a half? Is it completions, which is 18 and a half? Is it all of them? Because if he's going over these, that's a script for a Bama lead and potentially a Bama win. So I guess, I don't know. It's, um, I'll just go under the yards. Like, I, it seems like they very much want to keep the ball out of his hands. So under 191 and a half for JJ McCarthy. If, if, yeah, if they're playing from in front, there's no way he comes close to this number. Sure. Yeah. Sure. I don't know. I would just – don't you – if he goes under, I don't know. I guess you could see it either way, win or lose, if he's going under. Yeah, it could be a it could be a low-scoring game. I mean, we talked about the under, I believe, yeah. earlier in the show as a potential angle. Um, I mean, if the yes. – the handicap on this game is two great defenses. Like, I mean, I could definitely see them just trying to run the ball. Again, we're talking about a guy that did not throw a pass in the second half of one of the tougher opponents they've played. <laughs> so, against Penn State. Yep. Yep. Well, you know, exactly. that, that Texas-Washington game also has one of the most bet player props, Joe. Just because I know you're a big prop guy, Joe. My, <laughs> Michael Penix Jr. You're like the devil. <laughs> you're like on my shoulder. I... I Seriously, started the show. I'm like, I need help. I need you guys to keep me accountable. And then you've done the complete opposite. Literally. Show. But how about some props? <laughs> We've got some nice props over here. Yeah, how about Michael Penix Jr. in a game where Washington isn't going to run the ball over three, 13 and a half. Over 313 yeah. and a half passing yards. Minus look, 150. Okay, he, here's how I'm looking at it in 2024. 
I'm on the over, okay? So why do I need to double down and play Penix over? Like, if he goes over that number, there's a good chance my over is going to hit. So why go 0-2 when I can go 0-1? Or right? you can go 2-0. and Stop. I need See, money for the playoffs. <laughs> You're trying to, to make sure I don't. Come on. Okay, what about what it what it what if we let's say we we have a great day today. We all win. Our public ways win and uh we've got a little extra in our pocket. How are we betting Dolphins Bills? Are the Bills no. going to be able to cover the 3 on the road? I like Is the to- I like the, total. the Dolphins. You want to take the Dolphins, Paul? You I'm just saying, is anyone I, I, going to? I don't think I don't yeah, think I'm laying the three with the Bills. You think it's going to three and a half? If nobody's doing it, it'll get to three and a half. Then it's going to get a ton of money. Sunday Night Football. My yeah. first thought would be my first thought would be fifty is the total, so I'm going to go over. And just because it's usually over. an auto bet, yeah, over fifty. Usually, because it's uh, it's uh, it's a uh, auto bet for me when it comes to the Dolphins. Anytime they're involved, that between both teams, that there will be a special teams and defensive touchdown. I think that those Ooh. are those are usually my bets, especially with Tua turn the ball over. Listen, first of all, thank you so much for letting me hang out. Happy New Year, everybody! The gang's back here tomorrow. For Joe, I'm J Rod. This is BetMGM. This is BetQ. BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. <laughs> You've been listening to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. If you missed any of the show, listen back anytime on the new and improved Odyssey app.